Hi guys, this is the fourth episode of The Beauty of Ugly. My name is Sim and um, yeah, let's talk about uh, what's been happening. This is really not supposed to be a political podcast. Uh, I don't want it to be a political podcast. But at the same time, it seems like so much has happened. I feel like we should talk about it. Um, let's uh, start where we left off with the last podcast about a week ago. So since then, the Attorney General has resigned, uh, Attorney General Tommy Thomas. Uh, we're going to miss having an Attorney General, and we don't know who the next guy is going to be. But before we can decide that, we have to decide on who the Prime Minister is going to be. And right now, it seems like the Prime Minister is going to be Muhyiddin Yassin. Uh, Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin has been appointed by the Yang Diputuan Agong as the 8th Prime Minister of Malaysia, based on him having a lot of support from his coalition. Basically, he's the main guy for his coalition right now. Everyone in uh, Muafakat Nasional is supporting him. Muafakat Nasional is basically the old BN parties plus PAS, plus PPBM, and the uh, other MPs who have defected out of PKR, led by Asmin Ali. So, right now, things are a little bit muddy. We are not sure. Like, everyone is biased, right? It is tempting to think that uh, what you want is the way things are supposed to be. But uh, I'm going to try to be a little bit neutral, although uh, it's going to be hard. So right now, I think what Dr. Mahathir is calling for kind of makes sense. He's calling for an emergency sitting of parliament so that all the MPs can be there and um, they can all once and for all be transparent and tell the people who they want to be prime minister because uh, that's the way things are supposed to work. The mandate of the people is supposed to be reflected in the, the choice of government, the choice of prime minister, and this is done through the, the members of parliament. But because uh, things are kind of done behind closed doors right now, we are not really... Like the people have not really got a clear idea of what went on. Uh, so there was a street rally on Saturday, which also called for an emergency parliamentary sitting. I didn't go to the rally. I wasn't paying attention and didn't really know what the rally was about. Uh, but it seemed like it made sense to call for this call to action, to call for an emergency parliamentary sitting. And... Um, so what happened at the street rally was one young lady, uh, one Oxford and International Islamic University graduate, a lawyer by the name of Fadia Nadwa Fikri, was singled out by the police and she's being investigated under the Sedition Act. And uh, she's being called to Bukit Aman for questioning on Tuesday, tomorrow, the 3rd of March. And it seems like once again, the Sedition Act is being used to kind of silence the people, to prevent public discourse. And when that happens, you know, you just keep the people a little bit... You keep the people from talking to each other. You're going to keep the people dumb, right? That's how I feel. That's how I always feel about the Sedition Act. It's a bit too powerful. It's a bit too draconian. It needs to be uh, at least dialed back a little bit. I feel like as Malaysians, we always trust leaders and politicians to do the right thing, to not abuse laws. But 
I think the alternative is actually better is to just have better laws, right? So Fadia, I hope she's okay. I hope she comes out of this okay. And I hope she keeps fighting for our rights. Uh, so what else? I feel like some people are blaming Anwar and some people are blaming Dr. Mahathir. Some people are blaming Azmin Ali and some people are blaming Muhyiddin. And to be honest, I feel like they are all to blame. But at the same time, they are all true to their nature, right? Those who are ambitious are ambitious. And we got to see that. And PPBM leaving Pakatan Harapan, I feel like it was always going to happen anyway. So I feel like the lines are clearer now. People who are going to vote for a race-based party are going to know where to vote now. And the people who are going to vote for institutional reform, they uh, know where to vote now. Because like previously, it's like, yeah, we support Pakatan Harapan, but at the same time, uh, the coalitions are more in line with their ideas now, I feel. So yeah, on Saturday also, I wrote this pretty long Facebook post that was shared a bunch of times. It seemed to resonate with quite a lot of people. The idea behind that whole thing, the gist of it, is just that um, I feel like I was just calling for people to look within themselves to to fight racism by looking at themselves and changing themselves because I feel like it is very easy for us to just fight racism by not changing ourselves but saying we are perfect but other people are racist, more racist than us and they have to change. And often we say, when people point out like our prejudices or our flaws, we tend to retaliate by saying, what about this? What about you? What about your people? What, what, what about this thing that your people have done? And, you know, that could just go on forever. So my idea was like, racism is a spectrum and we're all on it and nobody's perfect. And it's time we all admitted that. And we have to just, instead of policing other people's racism, which we do very well, we already are very good at it, too good at it, in fact, because I feel like when you, when you just feel like, oh, I don't have to change, but uh, look at this, this person's racist, he has to change. When you do that, people get very defensive and then uh, you're just creating more animosity and hatred and more racism, uh, ironically. So my idea was, I'm not perfect. So I, in fact, I have been doing this. I have been trying to improve every day, every day. I tell myself to be more patient, to be more tolerant, to try and understand where people are coming from and uh, understand that they have their issues, they have their battles to fight, they have their fears, right? Which are different from my fears. So I was telling Malaysians to trust each other more and to trust the government a little bit less because I feel like I know everyone's tired right now, so they should... If they need to, they should just take a break. Maybe don't read the news for a day or two. But they have to come back soon and they have to come back strong because uh, I feel like the government needs to be watched. Whoever is going to be the prime minister, whether it's uh, Tan Sri Muhyiddin, whether uh, we're going to have a Muafakat national government or whether we're going to have the Pakatan Harapan government, the government needs to be watched. And uh, we need to pay attention to uh, what's going on. You know, we need to pay attention to how things are supposed to work. I feel like 
we need to pay attention to this machine called the government and we need to understand its inner workings a little bit because right now the people that we are relying on to repair it and to uh, maintain it are also the people who are running it and that's not an ideal arrangement right it's uh, open for abuse so we have to know it a little bit malaysia is ours but at the same time we don't understand malaysia uh, we don't understand how it's supposed to work and that's a bit of a problem so my call was to uh, look within yourselves for racism curb racism fight racism by looking uh, be a bit self-reflective looking inside of yourselves i'm gonna do it and uh, everyone else is welcome to do it and also look at the pay more attention to the government so that was that was what i wrote and i made the mistake of reading the comment section and uh Sad to say it was a little bit uh, depressing because people were just, people were sharing the article. So they do feel moved by it. But at the same time, they were using the article to attack other people. They are like, this is what I'm talking about. Those other people should read this article and, you know, and be a little bit less racist. And I'm like, no, you should, that's, you're missing the point, right? And it was really frustrating for me. And so people were bringing in all kinds of discussion. It's like, oh yeah, you wanna uh, get rid of racism? Yeah, let's start by getting rid of vernacular schools. And then, like, some people were talking about vernacular schools. Some people were, some people were pointing a finger at DAP, which I I still don't really understand. Like, I I know that um, DAP is seen as arrogant since uh, May 13. I understand that part, but. People are always saying like DAP is communist, DAP is uh, racist, and okay, if any of you are listening and you think DAP is racist or communist, please explain it to me in your point of view uh, in the comment section of this uh, podcast and try to be factual, try to be, try to convince me, right? Because you you can convince me. I'm open to uh, learning. I'm always open to learning. Uh, and for those of you who uh, don't think uh, DAP is racist or communist, uh, please stay out of this one because I don't want to hear from you guys because you guys are just going to be sarcastic and uh, that's not going to go anywhere. So anyway, um, back to the story. Um, yeah, so people were kind of like, oh, I really, I'm really glad you wrote this. There were some good com comments in there. Some people were really like, um, yeah, I'm just going to share this. This is a really good idea. Um, I'm glad you wrote this uh, and did put this much thought into it because I'm just tired of thinking right now. So there was some good feedback that I got uh, that, I, that was really encouraging feedback. But at the same time, there was just other people who were uh, just uh, from, and I'm not saying like people from one race or the other, like there were people from all kinds of races, from all kinds of backgrounds that were just saying like, you know, yeah, this is what I'm talking about and racism. So this has to change or that has to change. And, uh, you know, I don't want to disabuse anyone of their views because I, I also feel like some people looked at my name and my skin color and kind of decided like, okay, uh, this guy's writing about this. Okay, you want to end racism? Let's stop with uh, ending vernacular schools. And uh, yeah, you could do that. We could have that discussion or we could wait until the schooling system is ideal before we change ourselves. But let's be honest, if we all wait until other people 
have, are all non-racist before we look at ourselves, then we are not going to change anything. It's going to be the same forever. It's been the same for 60 years, and it's going to be the same for another 120 years or forever, right? So at first, I was a little bit frustrated by the, the feedback, by the comment section. And then I thought, like, well, okay, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, and I'm just not going to police other people's racism. Some people were actually being racist in the, in the comment section, and I was, I was tempted to point that out. But then at the same time, I was like, no, I'm going to stick to it. I'm just going to just leave it. And I think I did pretty well. I almost didn't write any comments in the comment section. Uh, and the ones that I wrote were all like positive and self-reflective. And so, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself on that part. Let's see what else has been going on. Um, oh, a new development this morning is that um, according to the Sarawak report, uh, one person that was recently uh, diagnosed with the coronavirus was in contact with a minister and deputy minister who was at Tan Sri Muhyiddin's house at the moment that they were celebrating his victory, uh, celebrating the announcement that he is the eighth prime minister of Malaysia. So there was a lot of contact between people in close proximity at the time. So uh, the Sarawak report has said that maybe everybody at that house needs to be quarantined for 14 days. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. At the moment, I'm going to wait until more news sources have uh, said more about this. But at the moment, that seems to be the, the thing that's being said. And uh, by the time you guys uh, hear this, you probably have more up-to-date information than me. So I don't know how this affects things. I feel like maybe it might prevent a parliamentary sitting, in fact, for at least two weeks. I don't know. So I, I, I don't know how this is going to pan out. And uh, I'm not going to speculate either way but just some information. Okay, so uh, I think that's all I wanted to say. Um, this week, I'll be at Russell's tonight, Monday. Uh, Tuesday, I'll be at the Joke Factory uh, for an open mic. And Wednesdays and Thursdays, I'll be at the Crack House, also open mic shows. And on Friday, I'll be at the Joke Factory for a weekend show. It's going to be a good show. And I think the theme is Dirty. It's going to be a dirty show, so I'm supposed to... I have a lot of dirty jokes, so I, I should be fine. But I'm also thinking, like, dirty this week could mean I could talk about politics, maybe? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, I think uh, that's it for this episode. It's a really short one. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll do another one soon. Stay safe. Stay positive. Um, take a break if you have to. Don't be racist. Don't police other people's racism. Have a think about the Sedition Act, and I'll see you guys at the next podcast or at the shows. Bye.